Five-hour energy is energy on the go. Well, what if you're not going anywhere for a while? Then five-hour energy is for getting stuff done while you're stuck at home, like doing an honest day's work for your boss. Getting rid of old clothes. Oh, my old bell-bottoms. Scouring the grout in your shower. Working out on that old stationary bike. And so much more. Go to the store or order online at shop5hourenergy.com. Five-hour energy. Energy for hunkering down. The following is a special presentation of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Let's get a big thumbs up. Get ready to rock and roll today. Let's have some fun. 400 laps. I got you guys there. Have a great day. Tim Ford. Tonight. We'll make it happen. We know what we got to do. Bush all by himself at the front of the field, but will he make it back around? Off of turn four. The Daytona 500 is over and across the line, taking the captain, Roger Penske, to victory lane is Joey Logano. Austin Dillon leads the pack off turn number four. No one ever thought he would contend for the win, but he's going to do it. He's going to win the 60th running of the Daytona 500. Welcome to this special edition of NASCAR Live. I'm Fred Armstrong. Earlier today, the Motor Racing Network participated in Daytona 500 Media Day at Daytona International Speedway. The familiar voices you hear on MRN spoke with all the top stars of NASCAR about this weekend's big race, the 2019 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series season, and a whole lot more. The morning kicked off as Kim Kuhn and Woody Kane caught up with Team Penske driver Ryan Blaney. We just talked with Michael Medallion and he said his team said he can race all out during the duel. What's your perspective in terms of how you're going to race it? Knowing it's, it's, it is just a qualifying race, but, you know, it's Daytona. It's nice to be in victory lane regardless of the race. Yeah, it is. Um, it, it's kind of back and forth. You don't, I'm not going to race as hard as I did in the Clash just because you don't want to wreck your 500 car. That's really bad if you do. Um, yeah, really bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, you, you want to go out and you want to win the race. You know, what we did last year, we started, you know, eighth or ninth or whatever, and we won the race. And uh, you still race hard, but you might not take as many chances as you would, let's say, in the clash, as far as like side drafting really hard to try to get that spot. Um, you know, you're not just going to ride around, you're going to race, but uh, you have to be careful. You have mm -hmm. to be cautious to not wreck your. Uh, your, your primary. Let's talk a little bit about some of the fun stuff you did in the off season. You're now uh, a new uncle. Are you going to be that uncle who gets to have all the fun and do all the stuff you're not supposed to do, then hand them back off to the parents? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and you had him on the grid. I did. You yeah, had him on the grid. Yeah, he's uh, Louis is his name. I, my uh, my sister Emma and her husband Kale had a kid just over a month ago, mm -hmm. and um, it was really cool to be there for it. And it's cool to uh, kind of watch him grow up a little bit, even though he's only a month old. Yeah. But uh, he's been down here for, you know, for the old dirt races. Yeah, wow. He races, uh, Kale races uh, the All-Stars. And um, so he's got a good taste of racetrack already. And, uh, yeah, we had him on the grid for before the clash. So that was really cool to have him out there. And um, it's, it's pretty special to have him here. So uh, I'm excited to watch him grow up, like I said. And uh, so that's been really neat. I became a dad myself. I got a dog. A puppy dad. <laughs> uh, puppy dad. <laughs> that and, counts. Uh, <laughs> and uh, no, he's been great. He's only three months old, and um, he's been a little troublesome here. Uh oh. You know, he's kind of in his like teenage rebellious years Grand right Marcus, now. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, man, you are pushing your luck. Going to timeout, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was that? Was that? I saw a picture. Uh, I think it was an Instagram or a tweet of. Was that him trying to climb yeah. up the, the slide? slide? I yeah. love that. The yeah. video. He was. Uh, so Chase has a dog. His name's. Uh, so my dog's name is Sturgill, and he's a. Uh, you know, like I said, only three months, but he's a lab and shepherd mix. So he's uh -huh. gonna be pretty big, but he's small now. And uh, Chase's dog is a big Doberman, mm -hmm. and uh, he's nine months old. So he's there's a big yeah. height difference. So they've become best friends, and. Uh, Fletch is very, very gentle with my dog, luckily, <laughs> or else he'd just crush him. But, uh, yeah, they were trying to climb up slides and things like that. But uh, they're adventurous, which is cool. But uh, So that's been fun to uh, – yeah, there's a couple new family members in have the you taught, uh, Have you taught Sergio any tricks? No, he doesn't know anything okay. yet. He barely knows his name, I feel He's like. just, hi, I'm a dog, and I'm here. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, I'm a dog, and I want to yeah. play. Yeah. 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 I, I Give got, me the treats. I can't get mad at him because he doesn't know anything. Like, if I <laughs> try to tell him to do something and he just looks at me, I'm like, oh, you don't know what I'm saying. So, yeah, yeah it's good. <laughs> Final thing before we let you go, I know we talked a little bit of racing, but the fun stuff. You were on the new Magnum PI. How was yeah. that experience? Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. We filmed that. Uh, it's filmed in Hawaii. Yeah, uh, it's filmed in Honolulu. Not too bad. Honolulu. Yeah, <laughs> I could think of worse places. Um, and it it was a neat experience. You know, there was a couple. Uh, so Jay Hernandez is is Magnum on mm -hmm. the show, and um, Ken Jong um, mm -hmm. 
from the Hangover. He's yeah. he was a special guest too, so that was really oh, funny. Oh wow! Uh, to hang out with those guys, they're uh, they're really great people, and um, I enjoy talking to you know people in that world just because it's uh, uh, you know you respect what other people do and you want to learn about their job, and mm-hmm. uh, they do the same thing back to us. So that was that was a lot of fun. But I just happened to be out there um, vacationing in Hawaii, like an island over. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of island hopped to Honolulu and then kind of went on my way wow. for the rest of my vacation. So it worked out well, and um, that was a lot of fun. Coming up, more from Daytona 500 Media Day with Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson. Race fans, do you have an old car, motorcycle, boat, or RV just taking up space? Put that vehicle to good use by donating it to the NASCAR Foundation. Your donated vehicle will help kids in our racing communities live happier, healthier lives. Simply call 844-NASCAR-9 and your vehicle will be towed and auctioned. You get a tax deduction and the NASCAR Foundation gets the proceeds. Again, to donate, please call 844-NASCAR-9. MRN.com. Original online audio, video, and digital content. Need the latest information on each week's races? Check out the MRN.com Race Center. Need to find your local radio station for MRN original programs? And Camping World Truck, Xfinity, and Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series races? Go to stations on MRN.com. All the latest NASCAR news and opinion pieces, race schedules, driver standings, and archives of MRN programs, MRN race broadcasts, and so much more. MRN.com. This is a special edition of NASCAR Live for the Daytona 500 on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Thank you for joining us on this special edition of NASCAR Live. We're looking back at the best of Daytona 500 Media Day, where earlier Kim Kuhn and Woody Kane sat in for a chat with Richard Petty Motorsports driver Bubba Wallace. Just chatting a little bit about a year ago at this time, Uh, You were in a new situation, a new team. You come in and you wind up second. Now, a year later, you guys have a foundation to build on coming back here because we're using these same rules for Daytona before we move to that new package. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I wish it was easy as going to say, yeah, we're going to go finish second again today. Would you take it right now? Uh, Yeah, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Because we all know what it takes to, uh, to have a good finish here, and that's just surviving. So. It's a super long race. It's the first race of the year. A lot of guys are antsy. Um, you know, for me, I was super antsy. I was frustrated when we'd go from front of the pack to the back of the pack, and I'm like, God, I need to get back up there. And you don't feel like you did anything different. You just yeah, 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 exactly. I'd make one wrong move, and Blaney'd be like, Yeah, I'm gonna leave him hanging, and I'd fall to the back. That Blaney. I know. Go back up and work with him again. <laughs> push him to the lead, and he leave me hanging again. So wow. yeah. I want to have a chat with him about. I that. know, I know. It's fine. Everybody's out for themselves, but. I, you know, a lot of people are, are feeding off, you know, you need to finish second. You're going to be able to do it again. It's a very tall task. Pump the brakes a little yeah, bit there. Exactly. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's, uh, let's get through uh, how many laps is the race? I don't even know. 500 oh, miles. I, I, have to do the I don't math. like that answer. <laughs> I don't like doing math. <laughs> So they 200. Were 200. Okay, so, we, okay, we, we have that was easy, Matt. I don't yeah. know why we didn't think of oh, that yeah, right uh, off the top of our head. It's early, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's and early. My man here. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, He's looking at us like, what? Yeah. So we're gonna have to get to lap 199. If we can get to lap 199, then hell yeah, we're gonna go finish Game second on. again. Yes. Yeah. Speed weeks are grueling. There's a lot of on-track time and then a lot of off-track commitments. But you had the chance to take a little break. You went over to Disney. Woody and I, though, were talking about this social media post you did of Ricky Stenhouse Jr. I guess you guys got dinner. <laughs> you guys got a pizza. This guy does not know how to eat He's pizza. Halfway Give folded. us the lowdown. He said, so he doesn't eat much pizza. Uh-huh. He's some health nut. I don't know. <laughs> so we get this pizza, awesome pizza. Um, and I look over, and uh, and I'm like, yo, are you trying to fold it but also eating with a fork? He was like, yeah, I don't like folding my pizza. I'm like. Well, so either do either or. Yeah, yeah. Either he, with a fork or fold it. He's propping up one side <laughs> of the pizza with a fork. <laughs> oh, my and, goodness. And I, I'm like, what is this? Uh, <laughs> I'm so guessing the, he got lit up. He did. Uh, he, fans were going off on Twitter. So that's a first. <laughs> like, you know, you get kind of, you know, talked about if you eat pizza with a fork. That's, you know, yeah. it's fine. That's you get talked about if strike. you fold it. Yeah. Do you, you fold know? yours? I fold mine. Okay. Yeah. I fold. I'm a folder. So, um, but to do both. It's like, yeah. what, what, what are we doing? Yeah, that's like a, a big-time party. Yeah. That's, that's, that. that's a first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So what's yeah. your go-to topping on a pizza? Uh, pepperoni. Pepperoni? Pepperoni. Yeah. I'm, Standard. I'm simple and basic, yeah. yeah. But if we go to Mellow Mushroom, uh, it's the Maui Wowie with the, oh. the chicken, the pineapple, Oh, the bacon. you like the pineapple. That's always See, a hotly yeah. debated topic. Should you put pineapple Everybody on a pizza? Everybody should always try out the Maui Wowie at 
mellow mushroom, and they'll be like, why did I ever knock this? Right. Try okay. it once, it's and you'll be so hooked. good. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the other cool thing that uh, you were a part of in the offseason, and we were talking about this uh, back in Charlotte, the king with his mm -hmm. pool shot with, uh, oh, yeah. with the like, black widow. Going? No, I'm, I'm like, yeah. and, and that was real. There was no setup there, no, no setup. nothing. You yeah. were in the room, so tell us what happened. Yeah, it's hard to, to show, like, he literally just walked up and did that. Uh, the Black Widow was there. Uh, Professional give, billiards yes, player. Yeah. exactly. Um, you know, given opportunities to play. If you beat her, uh, she would give you a signed glove, uh -huh. and she doesn't give a glove out to anybody uh, that's unless okay. somebody okay. beats her. All right. It's not like, oh, you drive the 43, here's the glove. No, yeah. uh -uh. no. It's like, if you beat me, you'll get this. And uh, and if uh, and she would sign a, a cue ball. Uh-huh. And so she had put a quarter on the bumper and a, a little shot glass on the back. And she tried it and missed, didn't get it. You it hit her. the bumper and make the yes. coin slip yes. into coin the cup. Yes. Yes. You have to okay. have enough energy to get there, enough pressure to pop it up. At just the right angle. Yes. Yeah. And so, I mean, I'm not the best at aim on a pool table. I'm not very good on a pool table. Um, but I tried. I gave it two shots. And, uh, no, a couple fans come up and tried it. And the king, I think the Black Widow went back. And she, she did it. And he was like, let me see this thing. <laughs> and I uh, just sits there, <laughs> lines it up. Knocks it in. First try? First try. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Mic drop and he walks off. Yeah, and oh. just leaves. So he wasn't there studying and calculating he or was, He was standing at the table, like, looking. He was like, Like you okay. would a golf shot. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. A it's putt. like, I can do that. I can knock it 350 yards. Tiger, that's easy. Hey, give me that stick. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Did everybody just go nuts oh, when yeah, it happened? Yeah, the whole place went. Was, they probably thought it was another earthquake in San Francisco. Now, where does the <laughs> cue ball and the glove live? Because did he get that, I assume? I don't know. I don't you know. need to find that I out. Need to find out. And get back yeah. to us. With sophomore Bubba Wallace in the rearview mirror, Kim and Woody pulled up side by side with Ganassi Racing's young veteran Kyle Larson. No you mentioned your wife Caitlin. Uh, you guys got married at the end of last season. I know it's been a few months, but I've got to ask you about this because I saw this video of you doing oh, no. this choreographed dance at the wedding. I did not know that you had moves. I don't. Have what moves. is the story <laughs> behind this? The story. The story is you need to ask Ricky the story when he gets on here later. I don't know if he's already been on or, or no. If he's, he's on coming later. up. We got a bunch of stuff to light him up about. because yeah. Bubba was getting him about the pizza thing from last uh, night too. Yeah, that was all Ricky's idea. Um, the dancing one? Yeah. Oh, which boy. I was, I was like, no. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it was Ricky, you know, Mr. Cowboy Boots and all that that wanted to do a, a choreographed dance. dance. Uh, but, no, it was – I didn't want to do it. I was against it, but all my buddies talked me into it. And um, we – so we practiced for, let's see, the day of – yeah, so the day before the wedding, rehearsal day, we practiced for probably like four hours. Oh my goodness! And who choreographed it? Uh, this guy. I don't know. He was really <laughs> good. He was really, really good. Um, but yeah, so we did that for like four hours, and then uh, the next day we went on the boat. You know, sweating day. We went on the boat, and then rushed back and like practice some more. Practice uh -huh. for like an hour. <laughs> so we practiced for like an hour, and then that led like us rushing to get ready to oh. for the wedding, and then you know have the wedding, and then uh, did the dance and. All that, but yeah, it was. We had it down pretty good uh, in the you know the rehearsal of the dance, but then you know when we got on stage, you couldn't hear like the music start, so we were like offbeat oh from the no. oh from no. the beginning <laughs> until we got to the midway point uh, when it when it switched to uh, pony. Uh, I imagine <laughs> it was received well though. Yeah, the yeah. crowd liked it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was good. I thought, I mean. That takes some balls. To <laughs> <do> that, so. <laughs> so we did it. Fantastic. Hey, let's talk a little bit about tomorrow night's duel. A lot of guys are saying, I want to protect my car. Some other guys are saying, I want to go for it. Where do you fall? Uh, probably protect my car. Um, I don't know. We've already torn one up um, in the, the clash. So uh, hate to hate to tear up anything when you come to these places. So um, obviously, you know, move forward in the mm -hmm. duels and, and would be awesome to, to win but uh you know try not to try not to tear your tear your stuff up for sure and, mm -hmm. and cause your guys just extra extra work is the the biggest thing that i don't want to do yeah um why has do you think the the top line become so dominant here because for years it would be just whichever line had the momentum but now it seems like the top is so dominant yeah i I'm not sure why that is. Um, I think they've changed the rules a little bit here and there. I think we have like a taller spoiler maybe than we had a couple years ago or last year. So I think um, I think that I think that has an impact on it. Um, you know, because before you could run side by side and you'll know, get runs and stuff. 
Or now I think, you know, if you get stuck out there, I mean, you, so yeah, you just have to get to the top. And I think with a clash too, you got, you know, half the field. Yeah. So it, it makes it tougher to, to, you know, get a bottom line formed up to go. So um, it always looks worse, I think, in the, is, in yeah. the duels and in the clash than once we actually get to racing uh, in the 500 with 40 cars. So I, I think the drafting and the racing will be much more exciting when we get to Sunday. Coming up on the Best of Daytona 500 Media Day, 2018 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series champion, Joey Logano. Calling all admirers of the king. For Richard Petty, the STP Pontiac. We have the place for you. Celebrate the life and career of NASCAR's all-time win leader, Richard Petty. Uh, the hat came about in the late 70s. From the legend behind the king's famous crown to thrills and spills that the Hall of Famer had over the years. Petty is sliding, slamming into the wall. It's Richard Petty's Road to Royalty, and it's available for free to download on iTunes and MRN.com right now. He's two car lengths out in front, and the pack is steaming down behind him. Only one goal. One moment you're the attacker, the next moment you're the defender. One dream. Side by side for the race lead. One tradition. Three to go. It's on here at Daytona. Can be the greatest. Everybody wants to win the great American race. No one ever thought he would contend for the win. NASCAR returns. But he's going to do it. And the 2019 season begins. Pull your seatbelts down. It's getting ready to get really crazy. The Daytona 500, Sunday, February 17th, on the Motor Racing network this is a special edition of nascar live for the daytona 500 on the motor racing network the voice of nascar welcome back to this special edition of nascar live earlier today the motor racing network's microphones were humming capturing the thoughts of nascar's biggest stars at daytona 500 media day and one of the most notable happened to cross paths with our kim coon and woody kane team penske driver joey logano it's it's media days uh, good. People want to talk to me this year, so that's kind of cool. You yeah. know, when you missed the playoffs the years before, no, no, no one here really wanted to talk to me. So this is this is nice. <laughs> this is a nice little change for me. I'll, I'll take it. Tell us a little bit about Sunday. It was kind of a race of fits and starts, and then, uh, as they say in the the listing and the old TV god, mayhem ensued. Yeah, well, I mean, it's um, I mean, it's a clash, right? It's yeah. a it's an all star race in, in a form of it, right? There's there's sure. nothing to lose. Everyone's going for it, and um, when your crew chief's there saying, hey, we got single digits left in, in laps before the rain gets here, and once the rain gets here, it's, it's probably going to be over. Well, now you're, you're racing for the win, um, mm -hmm. and we're all single file, and well, we were on a bottom trying to make something happen down there, and, and we were making some, some good time, and, and then, uh, yeah, then once they, they started crashing, it was, oh, boy. Yeah, <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. oh, boy, where do you go? And, and there, was, there was nowhere for a, a, most of the drivers to get through. I was one of the fortunate ones that, I lucky it was on the bottom, and I was the first one in the line, so I saw the crash forming, and was able to to sneak around it. And Blaney was as well, so um, uh, we were we were the final two through, <laughs> <laughs> and then it closed. And we yeah. were in the front, you know, we were close to the front. We were the final two through the thing, so that's just a, a crazy. Um, crazy turn of events uh, in that race and just a weird race the whole thing yeah. was just kind of weird Certainly. the rain delays and never did the way really the race get a rhythm was forming one. yeah it's just it just it was just weird yeah. um you know but it's, it was still a race yeah. <laughs> still a lot of things <laughs> happening at the and we, and we learned a lot of things so that's good when you walked into the garage for the first time here at daytona as the 2018 cup champion did it have a different feel than when you've come back for a new season in prior years I had a shorter walk to my garage stall. Well, that <laughs> like that. <laughs> that part was nice. Um, you know, you get a better you get a better garage stall when 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 you're uh, further up in points. So um, that was that was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. um, outside of that, really, nothing's nothing's different. I didn't come down here and prepare any differently. Um, you know, I, I don't expect my team to to act any different. We we've all uh, you know we, we want to ride the momentum, obviously. Yeah. But well, that was last year. Certainly. You know, it, it's it's. He, I, I told everybody that as soon as we unload down here in Daytona, we become past champions. Mm -hmm. um, maybe that's not to everybody, and maybe everyone doesn't think that way, but but I like to think that way. I want to. Um, you know, I don't want to, you know, as Roger Penske says, trip on your press clippings. No, yeah. You don't yeah. want to do that. You want to yeah. continue to look out the, the front windshield, and, and to do that, we have to 
put what we did last year in the past and we have to be ready to evolve and change with these new rules and and everything to be able to continue to be successful speaking of things in the past last year your foundation the joey logano foundation won a huge award for all of your work what's ahead in 2019 for the joey logano foundation uh, more of the same and just and, and trying to continue the growth of uh of this foundation and and um and being able to impact uh, a lot of kids lives and, and and our mission is to give second chances to children and young adults in times of crisis so a lot of youth in transition um, you know, a lot of kids that get put into, you know, the system and, and, and maybe not have the best role models behind them uh, to, to make good decisions. So, um, you know, we, we work with a lot of organizations that help give them the tools to be successful and, and to become a contributing member of our society, which I think is important for the future of our country. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so I, I'm really excited about that part, but, but also the JL Kids crew that we do when we bring the kids to the racetrack and we give mm -hmm. them the race suit and yeah. we give them a little task. And, and those are kids that are going through, um, you know, life-threatening illnesses um, that are able to, uh, you know, we bring them in, and it's way more than a VIP experience. It's making them part of the team, yeah. you know? So um, that's as much fun as, as anything for me to just to be able to see their faces. But now actually as a parent, I, I really watch their parents' face as much because I couldn't imagine our child going through what some of these kids have gone through and how hard that is, obviously for the kid, but also for the parents. That's like that's got to be hell for them and yeah. Uh, yeah. to be able to see their kids smile uh, in, in such trying years for him and and to see their, his parents or her parents reaction on their face that that part to me is just as rewarding so that's a lot of fun you're listening to the best of daytona 500 media day coming up we'll hear from defending 500 winner austin dillon and later we'll chat about the great american race with 2014 monster energy nascar cup series champion kevin harvick it's Rip the Fence. Join two former voices of USAC, Dylan Welch and Tyler Burnett, on a ride like no other. You can't really tell much stories because I don't want to get anybody in too much trouble. As the two chat with the faces of traditional open-wheel racing. You know, I was four wheels in a fluff and hot laps, and my dad actually after hot laps says, if you do that again, we're parking it. Catch up on prior episodes and get ready for the ride with Rip the Fence. Available for free to download on iTunes, SoundCloud, and the podcast app. Or available on MRN.com. The battle for the 2019 championship will be filled with twists and turns. We, we got to kind of calm down for these speedway races because you can use the bumper, but you end up taking 10 other people with you. Each weekday, NASCAR Today brings you the top stories in the sport. That's a totally different experience for me and Cup. In the garage, at the track, or behind the scenes, NASCAR Today keeps you up to speed every weekday. Go for it. <laughs> what do we got to lose? I don't know. I mean, you might as well try it, right? This is a special edition of NASCAR Live for the Daytona 500 on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Welcome back to a special edition of NASCAR Live from Daytona International Speedway. Big doings around the world center of racing today as Motor Racing Network captured Daytona 500 musings from some of NASCAR's biggest stars, like Richard Childress racing driver and defending winner Austin Dillon, who offered his Daytona thoughts to our Kim Kuhn and Woody Kane. Kim mentioned the Daytona 500 win last year, and I saw a bunch of social media of you at Disney with yeah. Jordan Wade. Tell that story because this has been a year in the yep. making. It's so cool. Um, you know, Jordan, I, I'm, the story goes with the penny in the, in the car. He's the one that gave me the penny. But it kind of started uh, on the night before uh, the clash last year. I met him, and he had a, a wrong manufacturer hat on. I was uh -oh. like, <laughs> and I knew it had been given to him because I'd seen those hats given out to a couple guys and I was like man I said I want you to be my biggest fan like I'll give you my hat if you pull for me every weekend so I took my hat off my head and like he instantly like broke down and was like crying almost and Aww. I was like man and he didn't look like a crier you know what I yeah. mean he was serious the whole time and sincere yeah, yeah. and uh, so I was like oh man like this is cool so didn't think about it the next day um, I see him at the fence um, I walk up to him because he's, he's yelling my name to come over to him I go over to him and he's like, hey, man, you gave me a hat. I wanted to give you something back. This is a penny. And uh, he said he was looking for something to give me. He didn't have anything to give me. Found a penny. It was like, penny's perfect. It's good luck. He didn't know the whole story about Dale Sr. 20 years prior. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, getting a penny in his car. So I was like, oh, yeah, we got to put this in the car. Something fate, fate's yeah. great about this. So we go on to win the race. And Jordan kind of stays a part of that whole experience with us. He comes to North Carolina. And I've just kind of um, – you know, felt that connection between him and his family and uh his grandmother is the one that takes care of him and um she's she's brought him everywhere to kind of experience yeah. all this so want to do something cool to take him to disney world 
Um, didn't know I was coming there yesterday, so I surprised him oh. in, at the Magic Kingdom. That's awesome. And, uh, and yeah. got, you gave him a ring, too. Yeah, we gave him a Daytona 500, 500 oh. ring, and he was psyched about that. He didn't know what to say. Man. And another emotional moment. But the cool, coolest part was we got to hang out with Mickey Mouse in the Magic Kingdom yeah. and Absolutely. ride the rides. And that was his first time there, him and his brother Willie. And they've uh, his other brother, uh, Jaden, uh, they all had a good time in Destiny. So we had all their family out there uh, hanging out, going riding rides. Yeah, Man, that's that fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the duel tomorrow night. Uh, some guys have been saying go for it. Some guys have been saying protect the car. Where do you come <laughs> down? I'm, I'm going to go for it right now because I feel like this is your last mulligan going into the race. Like, the, it doesn't count kind of deal. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, so I want to see what I got. You know, I'm, I'm going to be smart about it. You know, it's, it's our bullet, obviously. But uh, I, I want to be aggressive and try and get as great a start, starting position as you can because I don't know how this race is going to play out when it comes down to it. Um, I feel like I know what I have to do. I have to be there at the end. But, um, you know, putting yourself in a good track position to win the race is, is going to be key toward the end. You you uh, just mentioned the the gravity of this race, and obviously, um, as last year's winner, thinking back at, at maybe how that changed your not necessarily career, but how people looked at you. What was the the feeling you got after being in victory lane at Daytona for the 500? Do you feel like you got a respect from not necessarily other drivers, but just people in general? Like, man, this yeah. guy's got it. I, I mean, I hope so, but you know. I feel like as a person, I didn't change very much. My wife might say different, uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, I've uh, been very fortunate and blessed to have so many opportunities to get to this point and put in these positions. And, uh, you know, I, fans have been nice to me. I mean, there's, there's haters, too. Mm -hmm. I try yeah. and block those out. Uh, I feel like they're going to stay that way either way if I win seven championships like Jimmy Johnson has. So, um You have I, to run a marathon first, though, right? Yeah, I have to run a couple of those <laughs> to catch him. Um, but... Yeah, you know, I I, uh, I think fans have been respectful. The ones that I care about have been really respectful. Mm -hmm. I try to care about them all because that's what makes this whole sport go round. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I mean, if they're going to throw shade, I'm not going to be supportive of those fans. <laughs> that's how it works, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, it, it has been great for my career, obviously. It's been it's amazing and definitely something I can hang my hat on and hopefully create more of those moments. This is the best of Daytona 500 Media Day. Still to come, Kevin Harvick. And later, 2015 champ, Kyle Busch. Live sports are the one true reality entertainment where a single dramatic moment can become timeless. In NASCAR, Motor Racing Network's live broadcasts elevates your senses to the sights, sounds, and struggles taking place on the racetrack. Austin Dillon leads the pack. No one ever thought he would contend for the win. He's going to win the 60th running of the Daytona 500. The power of radio to the imagination of the listener. Tune in to the Motor Racing Network. Visit MRN.com for an affiliate list in your local area. Join MRN as we travel through the life of NASCAR's most popular driver, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Dale Earnhardt Jr. comes back to the Daytona International Speedway, leading the pack. I won races that I never thought I'd win. From growing up under the Earnhardt name to super speedway wins to Whiskey River, we dive into everything Dale Jr. He's brain man for NASCAR history. You know, we weren't the typical family that got to sit down to dinner together. Tune in to Junior's Journey, available on iTunes for download only on the Motor Racing Network. This is a special edition of NASCAR Live for the Daytona 500 on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. You're listening to the best of Daytona 500 Media Day on this special edition of NASCAR Live. After the lunch break at Daytona International Speedway, Mike Bagley and Kyle Rickey picked up the MRN microphones and made a beeline for Stuart Haas Racing's Kevin Harvick. Everything's going fine. Yeah, you know, I think uh, as you look at the, um, the clash, uh, it went about the same as it did last year for us. I uh, got shuffled to the back early trying to figure out uh, how to pass by myself, shuffled myself to the back a couple more times, and, and then we wrecked. So um, the thing that I learned is, is you've got to be patient because it's not going to happen fast. Was there anything that you were able to take away from, from the minimal green flag laps on Sunday that you can adapt tomorrow night and into Sunday? Well, you know, the, the thing that I think we can take away from, from our group is, is just the fact that our cars drove okay. It's not like we're going to have this crazy, um, you know, reinvention of the wheel that with the, with the change of the Mustang, the things that happened with race car, we're all, we're all pretty normal. So, um, you know, and, and for me, I'm, I'm pretty excited and ambitious when we get into a, a non-points paying exhibition race and and uh, so i always want to try to pass people and 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 make moves and and have something exciting and i view that as a uh 
you know, a race at the at the local, uh, you know, go kart track, slick track. Um, but it didn't didn't all didn't seem like everybody else was on that page. Chatting with Kevin Harvick, who joins us. Obviously, a new f a new look to uh, Stuart Haas Racing in 2019. Daniel Suarez is on board now. Solid four car effort. The ten cars good with Eric Almarola. Everybody's got you already penciled in at Homestead when we get there in November before yeah. we even start. What's the status now of SHR now with the with the change of, of Daniel Suarez coming into the fold? I don't think that really changes much. You know, I think as as you look at um, you know the things that we've that we've done in the past, I think um, you know the stability of the race team is obviously uh, very strong with with Gene, Tony, and, and Ford, and all the resources that that are brought into that equation. Um, so, you know, seeing Kurt go, you see a lot of experience go. Uh, seeing Daniel come in is, is, to me, is very similar to the situation that we had with Eric uh, and his team last year. I think they had a very good approach to it. Uh, my suggestion to Daniel was to talk to Eric and, and talk to him about his approach because I think it worked very well and it turned into a very stable, solid environment. Um, you know, with, with the 10 car, which we didn't have before, um, you know, Eric arrived and, and we got that, that team straightened out. So we had four solid cars last year. Obviously, it's going to take uh, Daniel and those guys some, some time to, to figure out what they want, where they want to go. And, you know, I think um, we're all going to be doing that of sorts uh, as, as we race, um, you know, the new rules package and, and see how all that falls in the beginning of the year because you really have no idea what it's going to look like or how it's going to race because it's really nothing like the all-star race. And, and as we talk about all week here, until you put all the cars on the racetrack, you don't really know how the race is going to go. So it'll, it'll be interesting. And to me, that's the, one of the intriguing parts for, for me is to, you know, try to play that chess match and, and, and try to talk to the team guys and understand what we need for different tracks because you're going to have different different styles of cars for different tracks, and, and it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Following the forum with Harvick, Joe Gibbs Racing's Kyle Busch slid into the hot seat to talk about his chances in the great American race. There's only been two times where I feel like I've actually had a legitimate shot to win this thing, and um, that was in 08 and then in 16, so it's been, uh, it's been quite a while. Lots without, of separation there. Without giving all the secrets away, was there much you learned the other night in the clash uh, between all those long yellows? Um, I mean, we learned a little bit about uh, the handling, you know, the consistent, I mean, I think we had, what, a 25-lap run or something like that at one point. So you kind of had a decent a decent run. Uh, I think fuel's only going to be about 30, 33 laps maybe on, on a tank of fuel. So, um, you know, you're almost to the limit of the tire. Uh, I think there was still more grip in it. It was kind of cool out. It was overcast. You know, hopefully it gets hot and sunny so things start to move around a little bit more. But uh, <laughs> these days, these kids aren't scared to f just hold the pedal down, you know. They, they they don't ever pull back any, you know, and give you an opening that you can slide yourself into if you got a better handling car. They just drive right through it. You know, there was a time people said the same thing about you. <laughs> yeah, well, I, did, I, I tried not to crash, and, and sometimes these guys just don't care to crash. So it's like they're in their simulators. It doesn't hurt. No reset button on these things. Yeah, no, there's not. Uh, uh. How was your trip to the Super Bowl uh, last week? Looked like a good time. It was. It was fun. Uh, so we enjoyed it. It was. Um, we got there. Well, we tested Vegas. What Thursday, Friday, yeah. right? So then we got there Friday night. We went out. Had I didn't go to bed before 3:30 in the morning every single day. So that was a bit rough. Yeah. I lost my voice by Sunday night. That was rough, but uh, it was it was a good time. That's for sure. Hanging out with some really cool people and getting a chance to meet some really cool people and then um you know the craft family taking care of samantha and myself for the post-game party and things like that being able to go hang out with them and see uh we saw edelman we saw gronk i saw brady for a couple seconds and then i turned around to go back to talk to him and he was gone so missed that chance you know as a professional athlete a lot of people look to you and look for traits in you like your driving style and all that and they look up to you for that as an athlete when you look at other professional athletes what traits do you look for in them that you respect more than others? Um, everything. You know, so Peyton Manning, I look at him, I think he's one of the smartest guys to ever play the game. Um, when he was younger, I think he had the athleticism to it. Um, but as you saw in his last two, three years, he didn't really have the athleticism as much anymore. But he outsmarted people. He could still win football games and create separation and things like that with the things that he could do as a quarterback. Uh, I look at Brady and I look at him and I think that He's still pretty smart, but he's also got um, the Brady factor, which is how long can he go? You know, how long can he stay healthy for? He's into his 40s, and he's still really good. You know, I think Drew Brees is that same way. So I look at a lot of those different guys. Obviously, it's hard to kind of look at um, 
I don't know much about golf. I know Denny knows a hell of a lot about golf. Ask Denny how a golfer can make him a better racer. Um, <laughs> I look at a lot of similarities between the football stuff. Some of the baseball stuff, you know, I've, I've talked, I've had conversations with uh, Evan Longoria and uh, Bryce Harper and some of those guys, you know. So it's been fun to, uh, to just kind of take it all in. You know, those guys always ask us questions about, man, what's it like to be a race car driver? What's it like to do this or have to do that? Or how hard is this? And so it's interesting, that, and they find a lot of perspective in the things that we do. You've got it on the best of Daytona 500 Media Day. Coming up, we'll hear from 2017 champion Martin Truex Jr. And later, we'll sit down with second-generation superstar Chase Elliott. If you suffer from heartburn or other digestive-related disorders, then there is a new, safe, better, and natural alternative to better digestive wellness and heartburn relief. Praxid not only provides relief of heartburn, but Praxid takes a 360-degree approach to support better digestion, protect you from harmful bacteria, and also balance your stomach to improve digestive functions. We like to think of it as the multivitamin of digestive health. It's the only product to combine all natural ingredients known for the digestive health properties into a single patented product. Praxid also comes in easy-to-carry packs. Praxid relieves, restores, and maintains a healthy digestive system. Praxid is available here for only $39.95. Shipping and handling is free, and your money back is guaranteed. To take advantage of this special radio offer, call now, 1-800-829-5688. That's 1-800-829-5688. Again, 1-800-829-5688. This is a special edition of NASCAR Live for the Daytona 500 on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Welcome back to this special edition of NASCAR Live from Daytona International Speedway, the best of the best from Daytona 500 Media Day. And the next guest is no exception, as Mike Bagley and Kyle Rickey converged on Joe Gibbs Racing's Martin Truex Jr., How's the week been for you and uh, and obviously uh, the conclusion, I guess, of a pretty major transition during the offseason? Yeah, it's been good. Uh, I think everything's went smoothly, uh, as good as we could have hoped so far. And, uh, you know, of course, this past week uh, with the class didn't go all so well for, I guess, most <laughs> most of us. But uh, it's definitely a good, uh, good week to get our feet wet, qualified pretty well for the 500, I think, because um, the car seems to have good speed in it. It looks amazing, and uh, I, I fired up about our team. I think we have a great group, group of guys assembled and uh, been gelling well and getting along, and, and f everything's been going really smoothly on that front. So, um, so far, so good, and uh, we'll see where it leads. Looks like you had a uh, entertaining offseason, got to spend some time with the Philadelphia Flyers a couple of weeks ago promoting the 500. Yeah, that was awesome. I, <laughs> with uh, with Boosh behind the, behind the wall there, not the glass so there was no glass in front of us right and they're playing i mean i, I was worried the puck was going to come in there <laughs> the giant uh charo from from uh uh the, that team uh pittsburgh or whatever about came in there with us and he's like seven foot tall and 200 and some pounds i was like holy cow it was pretty crazy but uh pretty cool to get that close to the game definitely i've always been a flyers fan all philadelphia teams fans so it was cool to see that up close i've been to a lot of games before but never that close and the speed amazed me of just how fast they played how fast the puck moved how fast they were back and forth it was it was pretty pretty cool experience to get close to it how far back do you go do you go back to the broad street bully days i mean or do you, are you go back yeah. that far yeah I man mean, i mean i was pretty young so i don't really remember a lot of that yeah. but but uh yeah for sure i mean um you know i was born in 80 so i got to see uh i got to maybe see a little bit of that by the way what do you think about gritty the mascot huh oh he's awesome uh, had a fun, had a fun time meeting him. Got a picture. He was he was a blast. It was uh, it was pretty pretty cool to meet as, him. As is the case with Philadelphia fans, they'll boo him at some point. They'll boo anyone at some point, right? <laughs> I mean, they're they're pretty tough. Pretty I've tough been, crowd. I've been at the vet when they used to boo Santa Claus. Yeah, it's like it's crazy, man. They're, they're passion though. They're it's, a it's passionate, awesome. spirited bunch up there in the city, brother. Yeah, Lima. I mean, you know, you you think about it, it's not too different than when people threw all those beer cans and 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 soda cans at jeff gordon you know that time he, he beat dale jr at talladega so i mean it, it goes along the same line as nascar fans are pretty passionate which is cool they are your uh, your take on some of the recent announcements regarding inspection and, and the post-race inspection and how it's all going to happen here at the racetrack and yeah. the potential loss of a win for the first time in decades well let's hope nobody loses a win i certainly hope that never never happens to us but uh you know i think it's good i think you know growing up short tracks whether it was go-karts or, or modifieds or late models whatever it is and you know everywhere we've ever raced across the country growing up that's how it was you, you know you win the race you get tore down tech happens 
you either leave home with the trophy or you don't. Everybody knows, and you go on. So I think it's good. It's going to be stressful for sure for a lot of the teams, for the crew chiefs, engineers, all that stuff, um, because of the systems and, and how just how close everything is and the tolerances that we have to deal with and, this, and the system, uh, the way they measure the cars. There's 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 going to be some uh, some stress, I can guarantee it. But, you know, I think it's awesome for the drivers, the teams, the fans, everybody involved, and it's a good thing for the sport. As Mike Bagley and Kyle Rickey exited stage left, Steve Post and Winston Kelly took the reins and cornered Ganassi Racing's newest addition to the stables, 2004 Cup champion Kurt Busch. Yeah, it's good to see you guys, and uh, it's good to be back at yeah. Daytona. And my mindset this year is, is much better than last year because last year I came in as a defending champion of the 500, and I was just elbows out. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back-to-back. Back. I'm going to go back-to-back back on this thing. I'm going Sterling Marlin on these guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean, I, I took, the, I wasn't leading a second with two laps to go and ended up wrecking. And it was just that mentality of yeah. trying to defend it. This year, much more relaxed, uh, having fun and switching teams with Ganassi. Uh, we're on the gas pretty hard, though, already. Uh, to finish second in the clash, that was great. Kind of put the exclamation point on, we're, we're not here to dip our toe into things and just get it rolling. No, we're, we're here to win it. We're here to go after the season pretty hard. So thankful to have a, a Las Vegas test uh, with the team and getting uh, with my crew chief, Matt McCall. He's a good dude. He's a racer. Yeah, he, is. Uh, he won a late model race over the Thanksgiving weekend. So from he, last, yeah. He yeah. wore him out from the back of the field, too. He's a racer. So I, I'm, I'm liking this challenge of a, a, a crew chief who is a racer. Have you ever, I mean, you've been with racers like Tony Gibson, people like that, but have you ever raced with somebody that has driven as much uh, as Matt has as your crew chief? The only other comparison would have been Cole Pern. He was the lead engineer at Furniture Row when I was there in 2013, and he ran late models up in Canada. But he wasn't the, the crew chief crew chief. Uh, Todd Barrier was that year. But to have somebody that's right there mm -hmm. making the calls with you, yeah, I'm looking forward to what he can bring out of me by having that that seat experience, and you know, you know, it's it's a little bit of a slang term we call it. It's it's an assometer, but <laughs> sitting in the seat, you Ass feel it. Assometer. Yeah, can I say that on the radio? Yeah. But he'll he'll know the, what, exactly what I'm talking about because he does it. Yeah, that is cool. The culture at Chip Ganassi Racing. Have there been things that you expected? Have there been things that surprised you getting more acquainted with Chip along the way? What's what's that been like uh, within the walls of that building? I like it because the, there's two teams and everybody has to be as transparent as possible to go up against some of the bigger yeah. teams where they have four cars. And all of it's been as expected. Uh, I like the engagement that the middle management has. Uh, there's a Doug Ducart, who's our president, who came from Hendrick from uh, probably two decades over at Hendrick. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Max Jones, I raced with him in the truck series at Roush. Wow. wow. Yeah, that was the year 2000. So Max Jones is there. Uh, Tony Lunders is uh, an apprentice underneath Joneser, who was a mechanic, a pit crew guy, and then uh, now is into that managerial role. And so he's the guy that reports to General Motors and connects the the teams to what uh, is going on track and what's going on off track. So I like it. Have you spent much time, you and Kyle Larson, talking uh, about similarities, likes that you have in a race car that he does? Have you had a chance to do that yet? And, and how has that gone? Uh, just a little bit. Uh, I would say we're kind of still in second gear. Um, I can't wait to get to the, the meat and potatoes of our season, which is the mile and a half. I think at Atlanta, we're going to grab another gear and that will uh, then give him the track time and the experience with the new rules package. Right now, I'm the only one at Ganassi that drove the car at Vegas. Uh, even though his crew chief, Chad Johnston, was there, it's still the driver feel that we need to, to share. And Larson and I, are, we're going to get along great. Uh, I'm looking forward to working with a 26-year-old who's proven. He's a winner. Uh, he's not a rookie. And he's wanting to do more in this sport. At the same time, I'm wanting to do more. This is the best of Daytona 500 Media Day. Coming up, we'll hear from Hendrick Motorsports hopefuls, Chase Elliott and the seven-time champ, Jimmy Johnson. Call 
Calling all admirers of the King. For Richard Petty, the STP Pontiac. We have the place for you. Celebrate the life and career of NASCAR's all-time win leader, Richard Petty. Uh, the hat came about in the late 70s. From the legend behind the King's famous crown to thrills and spills that the Hall of Famer had over the years. Petty is sliding, slamming into the wall. It's Richard Petty's Road to Royalty, and it's available for free to download on iTunes and MRN.com right now. He's two car lengths out in front, and the pack is steaming down behind him. Only one goal. One moment you're the attacker, the next moment you're the defender. One dream. Side by side for the race lead. One tradition. Three to go. It's on here at Daytona. Can be the greatest. Everybody wants to win the great American race. No one ever thought he would contend for the win. NASCAR returns. But he's going to do it. And the 2019 season begins. Pull your seatbelts down. It's getting ready to get really crazy. The Daytona 500, Sunday, February 17th, on the Motor Racing Network. Thanks again for joining us on this special edition of NASCAR Live as we spotlight the best interviews from today's Daytona 500 Media Day. Up next, Steve Post and Winston Kelly get up close and personal with 2018 most popular driver Chase Elliott. Yeah, just looking forward to uh, you know the opportunity to get back started again, and I think that you know the weekend offers opportunity for everybody. And you know, as you mentioned, we've had success in, in the duel. Unfortunately, no success on Sunday. So uh, that's the goal this year, try to finish the race and haven't done that to this point. Coming into last year, it's like, okay, when's Chase going to win? When's Chase going to win? Not only did he win, won three times. Has that changed your mindset, take a little bit of pressure off going into 2019 and, and how you're looking at that this season because you don't have to answer that question? Yeah, I think just a lot of relief, you know, to, to finally win a race and you know, the good news was we were in position to do it a number of times before and failed. So at least we were fast enough to do it uh, before that. So that's always encouraging. So, you know, for me, uh, I think the next step for us is trying to win and, and win often. You know, you've got to assert yourself amongst the guys that are winning all the time to beat the best, in my opinion. And, and uh, you know, I, those guys that are winning – five six seven eight races a year like they did last year that's awesome and that that's the group you want to be asserted with uh so that, that that that's what i'd like to do next and see where it goes from there you guys came into the season with the new chevy camaro of course you come down to daytona you're always fast down here we get that along the way uh struggled early on as a team as a manufacturer as everything um how do you assess and, and i know we got new rules this year the test out in vegas and everything how do you assess where you guys are as a team right now going into the season Tough to say, I know. Real yeah. tough to say. I don't know. I really yeah. don't know, Steve. I think that, you know, for us, we have to be, we have to appreciate Sunday for what it was. We had great qualifying effort. Mm -hmm. But as we all know, that has no effect on Atlanta, Vegas, Phoenix, or California. So understanding that, I think, as a company and as a group is important. We, we need to enjoy it. And William needs to enjoy his poll. We should enjoy Qualifying one, two, three, four. That's sure. awesome. That's that that says a lot about yeah. says a lot about the the program and and the engine department and and the body shop and and the guys building the cars and and there's nothing special that any of the drivers did, including myself, to make that happen. So we all know those are the folks that build them, right? So I think we have to appreciate it, be excited about it. But after Sunday, we need to not be content with it and and not um, you know not get into a place where we're not and we're complacent because that's a problem. Um, that you don't want to have. And we need to realize that Atlanta's ahead, the West Coast Swing is ahead. Those are the races that are going to define your season, and we'll see where we stack up when we get there. Three-time winner last year, and Steve, at three very different racetracks, the mile at Dover, the road course at Watkins Glen, mile and a half at how, Kansas. How important was that to have the variety there? And like yeah. you say, not three restrictor plates or three short tracks. How important was that to you? Well, it was great. You know, I think it showed that we can win it. Yeah. multiple different racetracks so that that's good you go to different racetracks throughout the year so yeah i mean it i guess you know just kind of seeing what the year brings after after that and what this year is has ahead who knows but good news was we've had pace at those places before you know in 17 and even at times in 16 so you know we'll see what this year brings but yeah definitely nice to have some variety to those to those victories well, we certainly wish you the best this weekend at Daytona and on throughout the season. Just a little point of reference right outside of that door. That's where Winston hangs out after the race ah, on Sunday. 
I'd so, like to see you on Sunday. There we okay, go. Okay, not a lot of people say that, but maybe until after the race, <laughs> yeah. we will be there. Well, I don't want to see you over there in the care center, but I'll, I'll be happy to see you over here. Kim Kuhn. You don't want to see Kim. No, I don't want to see Kim. Kim. During, during the, uh, any other time is fine, but during the race, you don't want to see no, Kim. No, I don't want to see you Kim on Sunday. You want to come Sunday. see Winston. You want to come see Winston at the end of it. Winston's my man, so there I'm going to be looking for you. How about that? <laughs> we appreciate it, Chase. Thanks for the time, Thanks. man. As Daytona 500 Media Day drew to a close, Steve and Winston converged on Beard Motorsports part-timer Brendan Gaughan until Jimmy Johnson arrived on the scene. What's really bad is years ago we used to be able to sign each other's autograph and we looked a lot alike and then he got skinny and was running marathons and I bulked up and still try to run mar- half marathons. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm way better at basketball than he is though. <laughs> Are you really? There we go. Okay. There we go. I'm better race car driver than him. Just ask me to pr- wait. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably better at gambling than all of us. I've lost no, more than no, all of us. I was going to say, that guy knows not to gamble. That's, right. That's what makes him smarter. That's, That's right. it. Exactly. We do need to wrap we it up. We always appreciate go. the time, uh, nope. you joining us, and uh, the energy and everything else. Wish you the best tomorrow night. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it, and uh, have fun Thank to my, my good friend in the Boston Marathon. See I'm excited buddy. for you. I'll teach oh, you how to ski that. soon, too. Oh, good luck on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan Gaughan joining us here. Taking he's all these cheap shots on him as he's leaving. There you go. Yeah, his headset's off, so you can really go now. Right. Exactly. Uh, as we mentioned, Jimmy Johnson joins us. Hey, man, how are you? I'm great. That is good. Yep. That is good. Thank you. Clash winner. How about that? Good yes. way to start the season, right? Great way to start the season. You know, certainly didn't like to see all those cars crashed and, and being a part of that incident. But, you know, we uh, we got off to a great start. It's been uh but, you know, 2018 was a tough year and a very yeah. exciting 2019, you know, kind of off season leading into 2019. Qualifying day goes, you know, like a dream come true. And then, uh, you know, starting that last lap, which I knew was the last lap for the clash, I could see the rain coming over turns one and two. And uh, I How knew do it was time to make that. that. How do you go 200 miles an hour and look out over turn one? And know that the rain's that close. So, you, and this this largely is luck, but there are planes landing from the south. So as the race is going on and you go into turn one, I could see planes floating in, floating in. That lap, and my t- team is telling me that the rain's coming. It's it's on top of us. It's here, and where it's coming from. I go into turn one, and I can see an airplane. I, I can't see the airplane anymore. Actually, I can only see the flashing light, like a dull flashing light, which told me it's covered up in rain. I'm like, it's here. It is here. So I drug the brake, set up my pass, made my pass, and came back, and it was raining in turn one. I'm happy I reacted to it and didn't stay so focused in the zone and then, you know, sitting here and being, man, I was running second. I knew the rain was coming. I should, should have made the move. Didn't do anything about it. Yeah. Right, yeah. How's, uh, how's the relationship with Kevin Mendering, and, and what do you do to, 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 to jumpstart that, to get, uh, get, get that thing rolling along? What did you do during the offseason? How has how that, that evolved? Yeah, we did everything we could, um, being around each other and team events, um, you know, work experience, just hanging out, socializing, you know, kind of more on a personal level. Um, really, we just need to get to the track. So being able yeah. to go to the track and test in Vegas was, was a big first step. And then uh, going to Victory Lane and, and <laughs> smiling in Victory Lane Sunday night was, it was a great second step. Other big announcement this week, uh, going to run the Boston Marathon. Oh. How did all that come about? Yeah, I've had my eye on it for a while. And um, just the, the car racing side, the schedule shifted there and it was always the bristol sunday race and then the marathon on monday and there's just no way so this year i I noticed when the the schedule was released in late 2018 that we were racing in richmond on saturday night and i thought man if i can if i can get shani to buy into this i can do it so (laughs) then i had to go sell it to to my wife and then off it went yeah i mean it's this guy this guy backstage he, he told, uh, we were talking about different things, and he told Dylan Welch and I about it, and then he says, don't tell anybody. I said, oh, don't ever do that to me. <laughs> I, I don't want to know. So I was Just glad before you guys are going to interview was, me, yeah, too, I was, I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm glad the announcement went off unscathed. Jimmy, we appreciate the time. Right Thanks on, guys. So Thank you. Best of luck this weekend, and I'm throughout. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining us for the best of the 2019 edition of Daytona 500 Media Day. Be sure to tune in tomorrow evening at 6 p.m. Eastern for the Gander RV Duel at Daytona as we set the field for the 61st annual Daytona 500. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrion and Rich Culbreth. I'm Fred Armstrong. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Five-hour energy is energy on the go. Well, what if you're not going anywhere for a while? Then five-hour energy is for getting stuff done while you're stuck at home, like doing an honest day's work for your boss. Getting rid of old clothes. Oh, my old bell-bottoms. Scouring the grout in your shower. Working out on that old stationary bike. And so much more. 
Go to the store or order online at shop5hourenergy.com. 5-Hour Energy, energy for hunkering down.